God bless you and welcome to Power Pages Bible Study. We are so thankful and excited that you've chosen to stop by just for a little while and share with us in the Word of God. We pray that all are staying safe and all are well and yet trusting God because even in the bleakest of times, we can rest assured that God has a purpose and a plan for everything that he allows to take place, not only in the earth, but in our own personal lives. He has a purpose and a plan for each and every one of us. And the Bible tells us in Romans 8 and 28 that all things work together for good to those who love God and to those who are called according to his purposes. So we each are called to a specific purpose in God and he is going to allow those things that he's called us to, to be performed and to be matured and perfected until the return of Christ Jesus, our Lord. So be encouraged today, even in this challenging time, know that God has a purpose and God has a plan for you, for me, and for all of us. Amen. So today we're going to talk a little bit about integrity and what it means to live a life of integrity. Integrity is a word that bounces off of very various venues and avenues and walks of life. But what does it really mean as a believer in God, as a Christian, to live a life of integrity? Well, integrity, it refers to a willingness to do what is right in any situation. So regardless of what situation, circumstances come your way, your mind is already set on doing the right thing regardless of the situation, regardless of the circumstance, regardless of who's around and who's watching. Integrity refers to doing the right thing even when no one is watching or looking or observing. It means that you do what is right for the purpose of glorifying God, not for the purpose of impressing people, not to avoid trouble, but rather to do right simply because it is the honorable thing to do. You know, integrity is an issue of your character. And what it demonstrates is that your faith in God is real and that your desire to obey God is genuine. And it's based on your genuine, genuine love for him. So let's, let's see what the scriptures have to say about integrity. We're going to go to some familiar books in the Bible. And the Bible uh, has many, many passages of scripture that that talk about integrity and the importance of having integrity and living a life of integrity. But we're going to go to one of the most popular um, books of the Bible that deal with instruction and wisdom, and that is the book of Proverbs. So let's go to Proverbs chapter 5, verse 21. I love the book of Proverbs because it's a teaching book. It's a book that is filled with divine instruction to uh, enable us and to assist us uh, to live lives of success, of purpose, of prosperity, of honor, and a life that reflects the glory of God. Amen. Amen. So let's go to the book of Proverbs chapter 5, verse 21. And this is referring to the importance of integrity. It says in verse 21, for the ways of man are before the eyes of the Lord and he ponders all of his paths. 
So why is it important to live a life of integrity as children of God? Because God's eyes are watching all the time. He sees everything that we do, even those things that are done in secret. And he considers, he ponders, he thinks about, he weighs all of our actions, our behavior, and our conduct. And so when we want to please God, we want to make sure that the things that we do reflect his nature, his character, his person, his greatness. Amen. So as children of God, we are reflecting the Father. So his eyes are everywhere, seeing everything that we do. And that's why it's important to live a life of integrity. God is omniscient. He's all-knowing. He's omnipresent. He's everywhere all at the same time. So he sees all things and he ponders and examines and weighs everything that we do. Amen. So we want to make sure that God sees integrity in our conduct, in our behavior, in our lifestyles. Amen. Let's go to Proverbs 21 and 3. Proverbs 21 and 3. I love the book of Proverbs. Proverbs 21 and 3 says, To do righteousness and justice is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice. To do justice or righteousness and justice is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice. We know in the Old Testament that when a person sinned, they had to go through the ritual of offering a sacrifice unto the Lord. So whatever that sin constituted and however severe that sin was, that sacrifice had to be sufficient for the forgiveness of that particular sin. Sometimes there were blood sacrifices given by way of slaughter, the slaughter of animals. And sometimes there were sacrifices that came out of man's own abundance, the things that he possessed, the things that he tilled from the ground, other livestock. And so when we give sacrifices unto God, well, when they did it in the Old Testament, it was for the remission or the forgiveness or the atonement of sin that was committed. Nowadays, we go to God under grace, under the new covenant. We go to God and we repent. We're sorry. We're remorseful. And we ask his forgiveness uh, of the sin that we committed, the mistake, the error of our ways, missing the mark of, of Christ Jesus. We go to God and we ask for forgiveness. We repent. We have remorse. This particular scripture says to do righteousness and justice at the onset. To do righteousness and justice the first time is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice because it means that our mind was already conditioned. It was already made up. Our affections and our hearts were already postured toward our, our, our love for God. And, and, and those things motivated us to make the right action, the right behavior, the right choice, the right decision. So we got it right at the onset. Therefore, we didn't have to go to God to offer anything to him because he already accepted our righteous behavior, our righteousness. And we know that as flesh, we don't have the divinity of God, but because of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, the ultimate lamb of God, 
the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the entire world. Well, that justifies us and gives us the status of righteousness in the sight of God. So therefore, to obey God at the first opportunity is more acceptable to him than to disobey and to have to make all kinds of sacrifices and repentance and be sorry and remorseful for the things that we do that offend God and displease God. Amen. So that's what that verse is talking about. Let's go to the New Testament and the book of Luke. Let's go to the gospel of St. Luke and we're going to go to chapter 16 and we will find the words of Christ. So Jesus is speaking here in the 16th chapter of Luke. And we're going to look at verse, verse 10. Amen. Verse 10, it says, he who is faithful in what is least is faithful also in much. And he who is unjust in what is least is unjust also in much. So we find the words of Jesus Christ here. And he is telling us based on certain ways that we conduct ourselves well, it gives, it sheds light on how we're going to be in other areas of our life. He says here, he who is faithful in what is least is faithful also in much. So if you're faithful over something small in the eyes of man, it's a small responsibility. It's a small thing. God says, if you're faithful over that small thing, he can entrust you with bigger things. It's all a principle of stewardship and good management. Many times when we're in need, we go to God and we ask him for more money because if we have more money, then we can do more things. We can take care of more problems. We can meet more needs. But God is actually putting this question to us. How well have we managed what he's already given us? Have we been good stewards over the small things that he's blessed us with? If we've been indeed good stewards over the small things, good managers over the small things that he's given us, he can be uh, and have full confidence that we can be trusted with bigger blessings, bigger things, the things that we ask for, God will have no problem giving them to us because we've showed faithfulness, good stewardship, and great management over the things that he's already blessed us with. He says, if we're faithful over the small things, we're going to be faithful over much. But if we're unjust or not faithful in the least of things, then we will not be faithful or just in bigger things. It's a matter of integrity, living a lifestyle of integrity. And we know that it seems as if integrity is one of those rare character traits because there's lack of integrity on all levels of life today. From the highest to the lowest, integrity is almost like an endangered character trait. But God requires integrity for his people because it is the standard which he represents in everything that he does. Amen. If we are his children, we must also represent integrity in all that we do. Amen. Now, let's look at some other verses here. And there are benefits 
to living lives of integrity. Did you know that there are benefits? Yes, there are benefits in living lives of integrity, just there, just as there are, are, are consequences when you don't live lives of integrity. So uh, let's go to Proverbs, back to the instruction manual, Proverbs. And let's go to chapter 11. Let's see, chapter 11, verse 3. The book of Proverbs, chapter 11, verse 3. And I am, these scriptures have been coming from the uh, New King James translation. So we're going to go to Proverbs 11 and 3. It says, the integrity of the upright will guide them, but the perversity of the unfaithful will destroy them. So the integrity of the upright, when you live a life of integrity, that integrity will guide you. It will lead you, direct your path. It will bring success to your life. It will bring meaning to your life. It will bring you favor of both God and man. When you walk in integrity, people notice that there's something different about you. And you will be guided and directed according to this verse. But the perversity of the unfaithful or the perverse ways of the wicked or the sinner, the unfaithful, those traits, the wickedness and the perverse ways, those character traits will eventually destroy you. But integrity will guide you. Integrity will lead you to prosperity and success and peace. Who doesn't want prosperity and success and peace in their life? But the opposite will bring you destruction. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Titus, the New Testament. Let's go to the uh, epistle uh, that the Apostle Paul wrote to Titus. And we're going to go to the second chapter in the book of Titus. And let's look at verses 7 and 8. So, here are the benefits to walking in integrity. 2, verse 7 and 8. Okay, it says, In all things, showing yourself to be a pattern of good works, in doctrine, showing integrity, reverence, and incorruptibility. Verse 8, sound speech that cannot be condemned, that one who is an opponent may be ashamed, having nothing evil to say of you. So what is this saying? These two verses are saying, you know, we have to be consistent in our conduct, in our behavior. If we are showing a pattern of good work, pattern means something that is repetitive, it's consistent. So show a pattern of good works in doctrine, what you've learned, what you've learned from the word of God, what the spirit of God has revealed to you, what you've been taught. Show a pattern of good works in doctrine, showing integrity, reverence, humility, 
incorruptibility. That means you're not tainted. You're, you're not tainted by the influence of the world. You're in the world, but you're not of the world. You're not influenced. You're not moved by status quo. You're steadfast. You're firm in the things of God. You're standing on the word of God. You're living his principles. You're living God's standards in all behavior, manner, conduct, and conversation. Verse 8 says, uh, sound speech that cannot be condemned. What comes out of your mouth ought to line up with your behavior. That way, if you have an enemy or you have somebody that's scrutinizing you, observing you, or just waiting uh, 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 to, 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 to see something that you do or say, that they can condemn. If you're of sound speech, if your talk lines up with your walk and your walk lines up with your talk, they have to turn around and be ashamed because there's not anything that they can that they can condemn you with because everything lines up with what you say you represent or who you say you are. It lines up. Therefore, you cannot be condemned. A charge cannot be laid against you. And you put that opponent or that enemy to shame. Hallelujah. So there are benefits to integrity. Hallelujah. You stand tall above them all. Amen. Let's go to um, Psalm 18. The 18th number of Psalm. And we're going to, this will be our last scripture. Let's go to 18. And I have my Bible, so I'm flipping the pages. and 20 says the Lord rewarded me according to my righteousness according to the cleanness of my hands he has recompensed me so the Lord will reward you according to your righteous deeds your right actions your right behavior your right conduct your conduct that is holy unto God, that glorifies him, that represents him, that exemplifies his character, his nature. You will be rewarded for living a life of integrity. Hallelujah. And it says, according to the cleanness of my hands. The cleanness of your hands does not mean that you wash your hands so that they will be clean. The cleanness of your hands means that everything you do in word and in deed is of right standing with God. It's righteousness before God. You're making the right choices. You're making the right decisions. You're not choosing sin, but you're choosing life in the spirit rather than life in the flesh. So you're living a life of integrity each and every day in all of your dealings, whether it's personal or business, whether it's in the house of God or out in the street, wherever you find yourself, you are living that life of integrity, establishing a pattern of good works. He has recompensed you according to these good and righteous acts. He returns unto you favor, favor upon favor upon favor, honor upon honor upon honor, because you purposed in your life to live a life that reflects the integrity of God. Do you know when you live a life of integrity, 
you are revealing the power of God at work in your life. And there are so many benefits to living a life of integrity. First and foremost, God is pleased and you leave the door open for him to pour out blessings in your life. So many blessings that you will not have room enough to receive. Hallelujah. So I want to encourage you today to live a life of integrity. Put it into practice each and every day. Do you know anything that you practice over a period of time becomes something that is just like second nature to you? You do it without even thinking about it. So integrity is a choice. It is a choice to be truthful. Uh, Even if it means sometimes, you know, you might rub somebody the wrong way or you might get into trouble. It's always better to tell the truth. Hallelujah. It reflects God because God is truth. So it is a choice not to cheat. It is a choice not to steal. It is a choice not to live a life of carnality. It is a choice to make good decisions and judgments and have great good discernment even when no one is watching you. It is a choice not to watch certain things on TV or listen to certain conversations. It is a choice not to be uh, persuaded by uh the norms of society or the status quo of society or what everybody else is doing. There used to be an old saying, um, and people still say it today, but in the 60s and 70s, it was a really big saying. It says, it said, if you feel, if it feels good, do it. Well, no, because everything that feels good is not right. Everything that feels good is not of God. Amen. It's a temporary pleasure. It's temporary satisfaction uh, that leads to destruction if it is sin. It will lead to destruction if you don't get a hold of it and, 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 and change that particular behavior in your life. Amen. And God wills that all of us live and not perish in our sins. Amen. He loves us so much. As we do what God wants us to do at all times and in all circumstances and at all costs, we will become people of integrity. Acts of integrity are what God has required of us. And if you get an opportunity to look at the book of Micah, chapter 6, verse 8, there's a question asked in that particular verse what does God require of thee? And then there's an answer. I want you to look that, that up in the Old Testament, Micah the sixth chapter, verse eight. And it is through these acts and deliberate, deliberate choices that we make, that we demonstrate true Christian maturity. We demonstrate our authentic relationship with God. So I pray that our faith, our faith, be proven to be genuine each and every day as we live lives of integrity. Amen. Well, that concludes our Bible study for today. I surely hope that you receive something um, encouraging from this lesson. Uh, if you have a prayer request, uh, you may email me, Elder Cheryl Crawford Gore, at powerpages483 
at gmail.com. If you don't know Jesus as your personal savior, and you would like to make that decision to receive Jesus Christ in your heart as your personal savior, please email me and leave me your contact information and let me help you walk through that process of receiving the Lord Jesus Christ into your heart. It is so simple. It is so simple to receive the Lord Jesus Christ into your heart. God loves us all so much that he sent his only begotten son, Jesus Christ, into the world so that all of us could live and not perish, but have everlasting life forever, forever and ever with him. And not only in life thereafter, but even now, he came to give us life and that more abundantly. He came to bless us and bring us peace even now in this day and time. So I look forward to hearing from you. And until next time, be blessed. May the Lord bless you and keep you in this challenging time that we're living in. May his face shine upon you as bright as the noonday sun. May he grant you peace. May you always be surrounded by his love. We pray this in Jesus' name. Thanks for joining us, and we'll talk next time. Amen. <laughs>